of truth you are the one who will guide us into all truth you teach us all truth make us complete even as the father in heaven is complete precious holy spirit we submit to you today i balance in candy brahos we submit to you holy ghost take absolute control let your will be done. Son de Pasulavata. And the Bremen and Sakago Zagadabaladabaladabaka Shigadabagadibandabadaba. Most high God. Be lifted up. Be exalted. We pray that the books of truth be opened. Let the books of truth be opened. As we gaze into them and ourselves become an epistle of truth. An, an epistle of truth, a totality of truth. Holy Ghost, thank you. Complete insight. Complete insight. Insight is knowledge. Inside is knowledge. Inside is the knowledge that you get from sight. Knowledge gotten from perception. Knowledge gotten from perception. This is insight. It also can be defined, you know, from the word as a sight that is inward. An inward sight. An inward sight. All it brings is knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Men free Knowledge of all truth is required. Hmm. Knowledge of all truth. Because Jesus said to us, He said He will send the Holy Ghost who will teach us all truth. That was the word there, all truth. All truth. Now it takes a large perception, it takes an absolute perception, it takes a complete insight to be able to behold all truth. It takes complete insight to be able to behold all truth. And God is an embodiment of all truth, which was why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 48, he said, be complete be perfect even as your father in heaven is perfect be complete even as the father in heaven is complete complete in what complete in truth complete in truth be complete in truth and to be complete in truth it requires complete insight complete insight and complete insight in the scripture if you look at if you look at Revelations chapter 5 verse 6, Revelations 5 verse 6, 
when the lamb was about to break scrolls break the seal upon a scroll and look into the scroll and read thereof look at the content look at the truth to look at the judgment that was about to be passed he needed he required actually he required complete insight to be able to gaze into into that scroll because that scroll required seven seals to be broken and he had seven eyes to look in, to look into the seven dimensions that scroll was revealing thank you holy ghost it was sealed in seven dimensions sealed in seven perceptions and it was required for one who was going to look into it and to look into it completely to have a complete insight this was one of the reasons why no one in heaven and on earth was worthy to look into it none had complete insight none had complete insight well except the father now living out the father this was this this was a task for man actually it was a task for man aruza pakati andakatash to gaze and look into the scroll at every point in time in our walk and walk with God it is required for us to gaze into something to gaze at something that the Lord is showing us and to be able to see absolutely what the Lord is showing us we need the complete eyes required to look into that thing completely now some scrolls may not require seven eyes true but the truth is as the lamb of god is seen in revelation chapter 5 verse 6 as a slain lamb with seven eyes and these seven eyes signifying complete insight complete knowledge or complete revelation you see that this this lamb of god was is a representation is a representation of the son of god and we whom have believed on the lord jesus christ are called the sons of god are called the sons of god so one of our representation also is the lamb of god is the lamb of god jesus said he has called us to be sheep sheep among wolves sheep among wolves so our posture at times will be that of a lamb we look at romans chapter 8 romans chapter 8 from verse 28 to 30 i think he said we have been called to conform unto the image of the son of god that he will be the first born amongst many brethren the first born amongst many brethren we have been called to conform unto his image to conform meaning it must be total it must be absolute that's what you call conformity there won't be any form of discrepancy everything is absolute one 
is exactly like the other that is what we have been called on to that's the work that we have been called on to that's the destiny that we have been called on to now if the lamb of god that we have been called to conform onto is having seven eyes complete insight seven eyes therefore you see that it is our destiny it is our call to be complete in insight it is our call to have complete knowledge it is our call to have the seven eyes even as of the lamb of god because even this crow that was unleashed by the lord jesus we as his believers as his disciples must still look into it as the years go by as generations go by will be required to look into it and read thereof from the heavens and resound it on the earth that the people of the earth will hear what the lord has read or what has been written concerning them will be required to read of it as well yes the scroll has been broken yet we still require seven eyes to be able to gaze into the scroll and read of it and read of it because the requirements that was that was called in heaven was who in heaven and who on earth is worthy to open the scroll and to look into it and read thereof not just to break the scroll not just to break the scroll Hmm. We have been called to have complete eyes. Complete eyes. You recall the words of Jesus Christ in the gospel where he said if the eye is whole, if the eye is whole, if the eyes is whole, the body will be full of light. The body will be full of truths. If the eye is whole, if the eye is complete, that is, the body will be full of light, full of truth, full of knowledge. If the eye is whole, so one of our hindrances in growing in knowledge. is that we have refused to open our eyes we have refused to learn we have refused to learn jesus christ speaking of the pharisees he said they have dampened their hearts they have made their ears dull of hearing they have blinded themselves that they will not see and turn to the lord that he will heal them meaning it was a deliberate to be blind it was a deliberate act to be blind also in the book of revelations while the lord was revealing to apostle john he spoke concerning a church he said you think you see but in truth you are blind in truth you are blind he said come and buy of me i sows that you may see i sows that you may see complete knowledge ibaranda focus 
This is a very it's 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 something that I know a lot of people might be here and there concerning this but I assure you before before I pick this the spirit had ministered it to me continuously and a long while it is something that has established itself well in truth as I am still walking towards it as well it has established itself that revelation that I need I require to be complete inside I require the seven eyes of the spirit the book of Zechariah speaks of the seven eyes as the seven eyes of God complete insight that moves through the earth We are required to be the seven eyes too because we as the sons of God are meant to be all over the earth. Therefore, if we are all over the earth, the seven eyes of God will be all over the earth. The seven eyes of the Lamb, Palace. The seven eyes of the Lamb. Marubanda katabaga shake the brigadier the bush. The seven eyes of the Lamb. I'm sure a lot of us are more familiar with the word third eye. Third eye. Yes. We must have heard it probably from the Buddhism, Buddhism religion, or from other mystic arts. But here, listen, the third eye, the third eye is numbered in reference to two physical eyes. Man, Shatekeba. Do you understand? The third eye that is being spoken about is numbered in reference to two physical eyes, not spiritual eyes or solical eyes. But the seven eyes of which we speak, they are spiritual eyes. They are spiritual eyes. They are eyes of the spirit. They are, they are understandings of the spirit. You, you hear the apostles speaking of the eyes of my understanding. He never gave them numbers. He never said they were two. He only spoke of the eyes of the understanding. And we must understand that these numbers are a representation of their dimension, of their size, a representation of magnitude. A representation of magnitude. So when the scripture talks about seven eyes of the spirit, all it is referring to is a complete eyes. Is a complete eyes. Now let me briefly talk about that third eye. You see the third eye is a dimension of sight, is a dimension of foresight available even to ordinary men, even to the fallen man, to a man that has not been redeemed. The third eye, 
Now you must still on you must understand as I said earlier that this third eye is named in a reference is numbered in a reference to two physical eyes. But this third eye is not a physical eye, meaning it is just one solical eyes. Shabranda Basukatasha. It is the eye of the soul. Now we must understand that the third eye lets men see the things that have entered the earth's realm, the earth's atmosphere, even though the things may and may not be visible. These things may be invisible to the physical eyes. But if the third eye of an ordinary man is opened, he may be able to see things that have crossed over into Earth's spiritual atmosphere. Do you understand? When things are shifted from the realms of the heavens above, from the spirit realm of the heavens above, and it has shifted into the spirit realm of the Earth, then it is it is it is probable for any being be it a witch a wizard uh someone into meditation or anything any being who has trained himself to be opened to the earth realm and to the dimensions the spirits the spirit dimension of the earth realm this fellow will be able to see such a thing but also the third eye has its limits the third eye has its limits it has its limitation it has the dimension to the the maximum dimension to which it can look into <laughs> if you recall the scripture that said even the princes of this world could not see what God was doing until he was done. Kaba. You must understand that these people are spirit beings. Even though they may be, even though some of them may be men, but they are active spiritually. They see into the realm of the spirit. They see into the realm of earth's atmosphere, earth's spiritual atmosphere. They see into it yet they could not see the things that came from above the thing that was coming from above and because that thing that was coming from above was above all it was operating at the dim- at the dimension of above do you understand it was operating at the reality of heaven even on earth which was why jesus said all i do is what I see my father do. All I say is what I hear my father say. It was from it was from a realm that was higher than what the princes could just gaze into at any time. Hence, they could not look into it even with the third eye. They could not look into it. They could not look into it. But our destiny, Kai. What we have been called unto is the seven eyes of God. 
the seven eyes of the lamb the seven eyes of the lamb she can paku breman sahefete gedikata this enables us to see what god is revealing kai paranamashata what no one is permitted to see kinakandu ubalata inengu sakambalata apostle paul said i am going to permit me to boast in second corinthians he said permit me to boast of a man kayadaba shibrana kataba from 14 years ago who was caught up to the third heavens and he saw things and heard things that cannot be spoken on this earth kai do you understand his dimension of perception his dimension of perception was not available for the ordinary man even the highest form that an ordinary man could get to the highest form that other beings can get to men feketebaka sata kanda basu brebele de balana man shinenene patabala shata bumpeke sata oh glory to jesus this is your destiny this is my destiny seven eyes of the spirit shall we shut our eyes now shut your physical eyes and envision yourself as a lamb of god envision yourself as a sheep in the flock of jesus katabaladaba envision yourself begin to see yourself as a sheep and bekatini barakadiataba see yourself with seven eyes seven eyes even though the seven of them may not be open yet but see yourself as a lamb with seven eyes as a sheep with seven eyes seven eyes right there mendo kutumara sakataba see yourself with the seven eyes walking with jesus seeing jesus as he reveals himself completely as he reveals the fullness of the father it takes the complete eyes it takes complete insight to capture the fullness as jesus reveals it as the scripture says jesus is the fullness of the godhead is the express image of the father shipanele banda katamazuna kataba shataba kai all of us that have believed on the lord jesus christ all of those all of us that have accepted his work his work of redemption his work of reconciliation that have now been called that are now being called sons of god we have seven eyes we have seven eyes seven eyes but the truth is the truth is they are not all open now they are not all open now they are not all open now as we grow as we grow as we grow as we grow and grow our eyes become more enlightened they, they open they open the light is already shining jesus is already shining the light jesus already shines the light 
But the problem is those eyes are not enlightened, meaning they are not receiving the light, right? The eyes are not receiving the light. Kabran zupalani masunash, nelenen tagabakatish. But as we move with God, as we grow daily, as we renew our minds, as we transform to the image of the Father until we become fully mature, the full stature of the Christ, until we unite in faith and unite in knowledge together, even with Christ, and attain the fullness of his stature. The fullness of his stature also contains the complete sight, the seven eyes, the open seven eyes. So we have a task. We have a task to enlighten the eyes, to pray for the enlightenment of our eyes, that our eyes be opened. Kai, open eyes, open eyes. Idimakata is not a prayer for baby Christians. It's a prayer that all Christians must keep praying. Open eyes. Because our eyes will not all be opened at once. Kai. Even you can testify to it. In your walk with Christ, there are things that you know now, even from the same scripture that you read some years back, and you did not know them then when you read them. And you read them with a settled heart. You read them with the same Holy Ghost that you have. But the problem was that your eyes were not opened then. You were still at a at a stage, at a state of renewal, at a renewing state, at a level, at a level of renewing. You had just some number of eyes that were opened. So now we have the task. We have the task of praying for open eyes and going to the scriptures and going to the scriptures submitting to God opening up our hearts remember that it is possible for you to be the cause of your unopened eyes remember that it is very possible for you to be the cause and you are the major cause actually actually we are the major cause of our unopened eyes so the more we submit to the word of God, the more we submit to the spirit, the more we submit to light. It is as though sometimes, the, you know, when there's a light that is too bright, a light that we, that we think is too bright for us, when there's a light that we feel is too bright for us, what we do is to shut our eyes. Even physically, when you see a light that looks too bright, what you do is to shut your eyes. So it is possible for you to shut the eyes of your spirit. It's very possible. So as we pray that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, let us also submit our minds Submit our spirits to the Holy Ghost. Shibran to Kapalimana. 
let us submit our spirit body and soul to the holy ghost that our eyes may be whole and our body full of light remember in this last days we will be required to gaze into that same scroll into this cross scrolls sealed with seven seals will be required to gaze into them and read from them oh glory to jesus as the son of god as sons of god we shall seek that the eyes of our understanding become completely enlightened this is our major this is one of our major goals as we are to attain the fullness of the stature of Christ and this is constituted in the fullness in that fullness now as we begin to shut as we begin to bring the message to a close I want us to observe something the seven eyes the seven eyes was seen on the lamb of god not on the lion of the tribe of judah not just on the lamb of god but on the slain lamb you see those things have representation the fact that the lamb was slain means the lamb had completely obeyed the scripture says he was silent as a lamb led to the slaughter speaking about Jesus Christ now so it takes one who has the mind of obedience who has a mind that is ready to obey ready to submit kai a mind that is reckoning itself alive daily unto god a mind that is ready to completely obey completely obey the lamb completely completely obeyed which was why it got to the point of slaughter it's got to the point to which it will be slaughter because actually the owner the father required the lamb to be slaughtered and the lamb obeyed the lamb obeyed and it was slaughtered the scripture represents or shows us the image of the lamb as as meekness it represents meekness submission total submission total subjection you know an an image of something that has totally submitted his will to its owner totally submitted its will to its lord he says my sheep is that they hear my voice and they follow me wherever he goes they follow he said wherever i am there shall my servants be wherever i am there shall my servants be he said the voice of another they shall not follow including their own voices <laughs> because we our flesh our the unrenewed part of our souls still has its own voice 
it still has its own voice. It can speak that this is what I want. So the lamb, the lamb that has submitted itself as a slain lamb, as we are in Christ, we are already slain lambs. We are slain lambs because we are we have been crucified with Jesus. We have been crucified with Jesus. So we are slain lambs already. But still, as the Lord moves upon the earth, we are still required to follow. To show our complete subjection. To show that we love him. Mm. Yes, our obedience manifests or reveals our love. Our love is only revealed in obedience. You hear Jesus speaking of, of the pilot. He said, none of them have power over me they have no power to take my life but i submit myself so that the world will know that i love the father and i obey him completely so it takes a meek heart a heart that is totally subjected a heart that is completely obedient a heart that is ready to be obedient completely to continually and consistently have open eyes his eyes continually open from one to two to three fresher and deeper insights keep coming they keep coming the fellow keeps growing in insight until he attains the full stature of Christ. And he can see the depths of the love of God. He can see the width of the love of God. Complete insight. Required for a lot of things. Needed for this time. Needed for this time. And if you look at that scripture in Revelation chapter 5, before I close this, Revelation chapter 5, in that verse 6, that same verse 6, that seven eyes is also explained to be the seven spirits of God. Mm, yes, the seven spirits of God, which was foretold to us in Isaiah chapter 11, that will rest upon the Lord that will rest upon the Son of God and make him of quick understanding. Right? It shall make him quick understanding. That is the seven eyes. It shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes now referring to physical eyes neither reproof after the hearing of his ears but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth and he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips 
shall he slay the wicked and righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins and faithfulness the girdle of his reins that is Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 1 to 5 Isaiah 11 verse 1 to 5 and Revelation chapter 5 verse 6 talks about the seven eyes of the lamb as a requirement for him to judge righteously now the Lord has called us to be judges on the earth he has called us to be judges as the Apostle Paul made us know in the letter to the Corinthians that do we not know that we shall judge even the angels so we have been called to be judges even on the earth we have been called to be light light is a dimension of judge is a dimension of adjudication because light judges darkness and this is required for us to judge righteously for us to reprove with equity because our eyes will not be sufficient enough the world kai the world is crafty enough listen 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 maruna katabande ketebash from the heavens where the principalities abide shapes can be shifted from the heavens from the heavens shapes can be shifted deeps can transform in those heavens to look and appear as an angel of light and truth is the earth only reflects what it sees in the heavens and if the earth sees light regardless of whether that light is false or not if the earth sees a shifted light what it will reflect on earth is a light what it will reflect is light even though that light in truth is even though that light in depth is darkness but it will appear the elements of this universe will reveal it as truth so if we are just looking at this world with our physical eyes looking at the elements of the universe will be deceived as well will be deceived as well because from the heavens those beings those beings can transform and it will begin to respond to them which is why we can see people who do not believe on the Lord Jesus Christ command the earth command the earth to listen to them because they speak out of the heavens they speak from a throne that is high above it and the earth does not know which is the true voice it only recognizes the throne actually actually it recognizes the throne that has been set above it which is which which is the throne that was initially for man in the beginning and the throne of the creator these are the thrones set above the earth that the earth subjects itself to. So all I'm trying to say is that our two physical eyes are very limited, can be deceived. And even the third eye that you hear around today in different religions, different sects, different forms of mysticism, it is also limited. 
Because the princes of this world who possessed them, the scripture tells us that they could not see what the Lord was doing until he was done with it. Eventually, to wrap this up, let us ask, seek, and knock for complete insight until our joy is full. Remember, meekness, complete obedience, complete obedience only reveals absolute love of God. So let us seek complete insight in the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your revelation. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for your truth. Father, we have only thirsted, we have only desired this because you have put it in our heart. No one can thirst. No one can thirst unless you put a thirst. And you have put a thirst in our hearts. And we keep coming to you, Father, that our eyes will be enlightened. That we see even beyond the princes of this world can see. That we see more than they can see. That your name will be glorified. That the name of your only begotten son will be glorified. Even on the earth. Until the earth is full of the knowledge of your glory. And of the glory of the Lamb of God. In Jesus name. Amen.